Please turn in your Bibles to Psalm 119. Psalm 119 in the first section. Psalm 119 is the longest psalm, and it's a psalm dedicated to the Word of God. Yes, amen. Wonderful thing for us to consider this morning. I'd like to read this section to you and then make some brief comments on it. Psalm 119, starting at verse 1. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. I will keep thy statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. This is the opening to this longest psalm that talks about the word of God, and it has some things for us to consider. If you look at it, there are seven terms in these eight verses that talk about God's word. We have law, we have testimonies, we have ways, we have precepts, we have statutes mentioned twice, we have commandments, and we have judgments. We could define each and every one of those, but the point is what God has revealed to us, what he has said, what he has commanded, is what we're to look at. That's the prime consideration of this psalm, and the prime consideration of our hearts each day should be that. Now, in this section, there are six activities listed, six things that we are told that a righteous man, a godly man, someone who is following God's law does. He walks in those commandments. That's mentioned twice. He keeps these things of God. That's mentioned four times. It's told that he seeks with his whole heart the Lord through this this matter. It says that he has respect unto God's commandments and his laws. It says that he's learned these things. And then there's one that's not spoken, but it's the very last thing that's covered. He prays about this, right? Oh, forsake me not utterly. That's a prayer to God, that God would help him in that. Six actions. And I would ask us all this morning, do we do that with God's word? Notice, walk and keep are six of these activities. Do we walk in God's word? Do I keep God's commandments? Do I seek him with all of my heart? Do I have respect? Is it the first thing I think about when I think about a course of action in my life? Do I have respect to what God has said I should do? Have I taken the time to learn his ways? Do I pray that God would help me to do this? Those are the activities that we should be engaged in. Now, what are the results? If we have done these six activities regarding God's word, 
It tells us here what those results will be. It tells us, first of all, that we'll be blessed. Twice it tells us that we'll be blessed. God will have his hand on us for our good when we do these things. It says that we will be undefiled. Back here in the prayer this morning, we talked about a number of times that we're sinners. We're defiled in God's presence. We can't come to him because of our sins. Yet it tells us here that blessed are the undefiled in the way. How can a mortal man be undefiled? If he's walking in God's ways, he will be undefiled. And I'll tell you the verse that proves that. It's one of my favorite verses. 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9. If we confess our sins, and that's one of the commandments God's told us, right? To confess our sins. If we confess our sins, he is faithful. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We can confess the things we know, and he is so good and so faithful and so kind and so generous that he'll cover everything else that we forgot to mention or we didn't know to mention. So we can be undefiled before God. If we're walking in his way, we will not perform iniquity. There'll be no iniquity, no sin in our life. We won't be ashamed. How often have we done something and we've been ashamed of it? If we pay attention to God's word, though, it's the epitome of wisdom and understanding. So we won't be ashamed, especially before him. We'll be able to praise him with an upright heart. Brethren, how many times when you see the goodness of God in your life do you want to praise him, but you may shrink back from that because you say, I'm not worthy of praising him. What does it mean for me to praise him? But if we're walking in God's word, he's delighting in us. We're doing the things he wants. And so he's going to look forward to hear us praising him. And we'll have an upright heart that can do that. And the last one here, and this is kind of something I'm putting in here. Notice, he, Lord, would not forsake him. So in this verse, we don't have the guarantee. But if you go over to Psalm 27 and verse 10, it tells us that when my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. Someone like David who has God's word at the center of his life, who wants to do what God commands him, who is studying it, learning it, walking in it, seeking him, keeping it. When he's doing that, the Lord's going to take care of that man. Hebrews 13, 5. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So brethren, if we are looking at God's word, looking at his law, his testimonies, his ways, his precepts, his statutes, his commandments and judgments, if we're walking in them, if we're keeping them, we're seeking him with our whole heart, we have respect unto him and what he's commanded us, if we're learning these things, and our prayer is to him to help us to do this, we won't be forsaken by the Lord. We will have an undefiled life. We will be blessed 
We'll have no iniquity that we need to be concerned about. We'll not be ashamed. And we can praise him with upright hearts. Brethren, may this be our case. May this be what we center and focus our attention on every day that the Lord gives us life. May Jesus Christ be lifted up and magnified. Amen.